0: So, it's it's been a while since we've done an episode of the show that is about one specific character. Uh, and
1: Oh, so yeah. That's, I, I see where this is going. Yeah. You're
0: right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, a few months ago, I was like, oh, we should start. If we do an episode about a specific character, we should read the little, the, the Modiphius uh, Star Trek role playing game entry for that character. I We may have done this, and I might have just forgotten, but I really also don't think that we've actually watched that many episodes. I mean, I don't either. think
1: we've done much... We also just haven't... Because you have TNG and D- Deep Space Nine, right?
0: And Voyager, and um, the original
1: series. Okay.
0: But we, yeah, we don't have, we, we we've don't. made really a lot of done. Enterprise, and we don't have any... We don't... I we don't, we don't have any Enterprise stuff.
1: Yeah, and we've... I feel um, mostly done Enterprise lately.
0: Yeah, but e- even so, I feel like a lot of what we've been doing is very ensemble-based. Mm-hmm. But this episode is not ensemble based. This episode is pretty much mostly about Picard. Like, like the other characters have like one or two scenes, and then it's it's the Picard show. So uh, I thought we could we could read a little bit about about what Picard's deal is in the in the. This is what this is what Picard would be like if you encountered him in the Star Trek role playing game that's currently being published. All right. Uh, so his his values are. Duty Before All Else, Haunted by the Borg, Loyal to the Federation, and Living Through One Life, I Realize What I've Missed, which I think is a reference to The Inner Light, probably, I guess?
1: Yeah, I was about to say, I, I feel like this is, I presume this was made before Picard came out, but it's interesting that, like, that one and also Haunted by the Borg, like, did end up playing... Yeah. Big,
0: big I'm behind that that sh- on that. On I got I got to yeah, catch up before too. we record in a few weeks. But um, yeah, I've I, I I've a lot to talk about for that season. So um, his talents are he has advisor, and cautious, hmm. which basically allows you to do things with more dice if you spend momentum, which is one of the, which is one of the the mechanics in this game, and uh, spirit of discovery, and also veteran. So you know all pretty like kind of okay regular stuff. His, and then his focuses are astrophysics, composure, diplomacy, infiltration, which maybe seems a little bit suspect. I mean, I guess he, you know, he infiltrated the Borg sort of, uh, Starfleet protocol and yeah.
1: well, Xeno, uh... and Xeno
0: archeology. What?
1: Yeah. That, no, he's an archeologist that I feel is.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one of those words. I love, I love it. Cause it's, it's like, that's the kind of thing I would totally be drawn toward. Like I actually, in the star Wars RPG that fantasy flight makes, I had a character for a while that was an archaeologist because I was like, that's cool. Yeah. And that's actually one of the, that's one of the talent lines you can go down. Like if you get one of the supplement books, but then like none of the stuff that that person was specialized in ever ended up coming up in the adventures. Like being useful. It's just one of those things where it's like, I think that's cool. But then like there's, there's some characters where you make someone and then it's like, oh, okay, well if that's not the way the DM is going, then like.
1: Yeah. Like unless you're telling a story specifically about that, you're,
0: yeah although the character in my currently on hiatus star wars group that i'm in uh is a is a restaurant owner i was gonna ask Um, is
1: which one's the one that like goes around starting chain restaurants everywhere he goes
0: yeah yeah but that's like kind of like that only that's only been able to exist because i have kind of like made it a priority to like at the end of every like storyline to be like okay can i use some of my experience to open a restaurant or whatever you know like uh (laughs) Uh, so, like, I'm kind of, like, making that an ongoing subplot. So, then, for attributes, which are kind of, like, range from, in these NPCs from 8 to 12, I believe, or, um, I think it's 8 to 12. Uh, yeah, it's, like, 8 to 12. So he actually is kind of on the low side, Picard is, uh, for these attributes. So he's got, he doesn't have any 12s or 11s, he's got 10s on control, insight, and presence. Hmm. And then he's, and then he's got nines on daring and reason, and he's got eights on fitness, which I don't know if that's totally fair to have given like, given his, his bod in this episode. We I was about to say, of, he's...
1: Yeah, like the card bod. Young Patrick Stewart was...
0: And then, um, then on his disciplines, which range from one to five, uh, he's got a one on medicine, which seems fair, Yeah. Uh, two on security and engineering, three on con and science, and five on command, which... Yeah, like sure. he—he's—he honestly seems a little bit underpowered compared to some of the other people that I've looked at. Yeah, before. for
1: being like the potentially one of the like greatest officers of Starfleet.
0: Yeah, although not looking, I'm looking. I guess you can some people like. It looks like Data and Data and Worf both have a seven, which is pretty rare. It looks like, but Data, Data and Worf both have Insight Seven. Uh, hmm. So
1: yeah, I mean, I assume that they tried to build him next. more as like a like well-rounded instead of. Like presumably, if you're gonna be a twelve in something, you would like sacrifice something else that you would be really bad at, so yeah, they're just like he's just kind of all around solid at everything, but yeah, I would think i would i feel like I would have built him like more a little bit more focused on like command and diplomacy um mm. and like maybe sacrifice a little bit of like other stuff for that, but I don't know,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, worth noting none of so us have actually played the game,
1: and so yeah, even, we, we, we don't know what any case. of these things actually mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Out of Contracts, the show where two guys who have seen part of Star Trek try to watch all of it in no particular order. I'm Ryan Howard,
1: and I'm Brady Jungle.
0: And today we are talking about, uh, I think, a much-loved uh, Star Trek episode. The episode "Captain's Holiday," which is uh, TNG season three, episode nineteen. This is written by Iris Steven Bear, who is most famous for the for being like basically the showrunner of the later seasons of DS Nine. Okay. And it was directed by Chip Chalmers. Uh, uh, the the Memory Alpha synopsis of this episode is: Picard takes a much needed vacation on Risa, but unwelcome events keep interfering with his rest.
1: This is a really good episode. It is. It's it's very it's just fun television.
0: It's a good character episode because like it's it's a real good like showing not telling about how this guy needs a vacation, but like his idea of a vacation is not
1: Yeah. But most people like sitting is on a you beach. know like
0: <laughs> like his his vaca- he only starts having fun on his vacation when his vacation is interrupted, you know.
1: Yeah, that that is that is kind of the thing. It's like that's what makes it such a great vacation is that he goes on this like crazy, life-threatening adventure, and was actually having a miserable time before that.
0: Yep, it's also um, the first appearance of three or four episodes of uh, Vash, played by Jennifer Hetrick, who that is many? one of the one of the best one of the best guest stars, I think. Um, yeah, so yeah. she's on this, and then she's in. Um, I know there's
1: the I've seen the episode of Deep Space Nine that she's in with Q. Well, but she's is, in. She's in does another she come episode back of TNG. In
0: TNG. Okay. Yeah, she's in Cupid. She's in the one where they're all in Sherwood Forest, where she's been captured by Q. That's how she meets Q. Oh, so yeah, I think she's I, only. I she's that she yeah, was she's only in, one. Yeah, so she's only in three episodes. She's okay. in, Captain's Holiday, Cupid, and then Qless, which is the DS Nine episode. Got it. may um, maybe the worst Q episode. It's just kind of like it's just very whatever. It is like they they kind of talked about. They've talked about that where it's just like. They had Q be on 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 uh, on DS nine once, and then they were like, "No, this doesn't work." Like yeah. he doesn't work with he doesn't work with with Cisco. Cisco is just not putting up with his chicanery, you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, but yeah. She's so she's in three, she's in three episodes. Okay, uh, but yeah, a, a good good actor, fun fun presence in this one. Yeah, this is her okay. best episode, I would say. This is better than Cupid, but uh, yeah. So why don't you take us in to this episode?
1: Um, yeah, so, so the episode starts with basically establishing that Picard is grumpy and overworked and needs a vacation and everyone on the crew decides that he needs a vacation and he kind of refuses to, to do it. So they, they basically, they, they're telling him like, well, the ship is going to be like in, at the starbase getting repaired for a week. And so like, it's a perfect time for you to just go off somewhere and have a vacation And he's like, no, I have to keep working and, like, personally oversee their ship repairs. And I feel... They do a fun... I don't know. I feel like they do a very good, well-executed thing where kind of all the members of the crew, like, try these sort of, like, tricks to, like, kind of trick him into admitting or, like, going on a vacation. But he keeps, like, just immediately seeing through them all. So, like, Crusher comes into his comes into his room and it's just like there's somebody on the crew who's like de- neglecting their own health and like overworking themselves and what would you recommend that I like order them to do and he's just like I know you're telling me that I need a vacation
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: and she's just like but you do
0: but then the way that, the way that they finally get to go is, is great it,
1: it is but even that like he he sees through like he knows why they're doing it but um but yeah because then they uh, they're sitting on the bridge, and Deanna Troy just like, "Oh, did I tell you that my mother's going to be on on the space station that we're going to?" Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Which is which, like such such a great way to like look. Deanna Troy makes every episode better, even if she's not actually in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. His his reaction is so good. He's like, "What? She's going to be there?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, she's really excited to see you." <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like laughing, and my kids are watching this with me, and my my son's like, "Why is that so funny?" And I was like, "But." You haven't met that character yet. Like, yeah. If, if you do, it'd be uh, funny. <laughs> oh, it's <that's>
1: great. Yeah, because <laughs> then, then, like, after that, he like takes Riker aside, and he's just like, "Are you got like? I can see that like the entire crew is is just gonna keep pulling schemes to try to force me to go on vacation. So I'll do it just to make you all leave me alone, basically.
0: But I won't have a good time. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I won't enjoy it, and I'll like take several books to read. Um, and like Riker, oh, this, this is.
0: Yeah, this is like the advent of I think one of the funniest things that Riker ever does on the show, uh, which is tries to trick tries to <laughs> to trick Picard into getting it on with a lady yeah. um, by be like, "Hey, can you buy me this souvenir?" Right, which is just like a, a thing where if you have it out, it tells people that you want to have sex.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Riker gets like very excited for Picard to go to. Ryza and like talks about how, like beautiful all the women there are there and everyone has sex all the time, which I I don't know it feels like one of the, the Ryza feels to me like one of those things I think similar to like, not to the same degree but kind of has the same feel to me as like the mirror universe where, like in the first episode it appears it's they just they t- just kind of talk about it in this episode of just like it's just a planet that happens to be near. The starbase they're at that like is well known for its resorts, yeah. And then like I feel like in every time it's referenced in Star Trek after this, it's a like just sort of like the hedonism planet for the entire galaxy that everyone knows about.
0: Yeah, it's like it's it's where hedonism bot from Futurama would live. If yeah, it could.
1: and it just like is like the vacation planet of the galaxy, and like that I I think it like wasn't in this episode. It's just kind of like a place, like a nice resort <laughs> that he goes to. But...
0: Yeah. This is one of those where, where, where it's like, I don't know what it is, but like, Frakes gets away with so much <laughs> that like, if if Tom Paris was saying this, or if Tucker was saying yeah, this, it like, would uh. just not, it would not fly. But...
1: Yeah, although I'll Deanna Troi about... gets, I feel like, pretty annoyed with Riker in this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, the... Although, although, uh, but also, man, like, just, I know this episode is not about Jonathan Franks, but, like, I love him so much, like, he, his, his, the, like, there's at one point where he, he smiles when, i try to remember what, I think it's, it's, like, during them trying, to being like, oh, your mom's gonna become, or whatever, (laughs) where, like, he, he has, like, when he, like, breaks out into a smile, it's, like, just, it's just, like, one of, like, the, the most, like, joyful expressions you could ever see anything <laughs> does. Human face I, I feel like is, he
1: does again in all of his appearances in this episode like even more than usual seem to just constantly be trying to like hold back a big goofy grin yeah, and like sometimes and, not trying
0: Yeah and like and like when 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 Picard is like mad at him and he's like in my ready room cuz he he you know and, and then he's like oh me and, like, <laughs> right. and he was, like and of like it just like his his face it's just it just brings me so much happiness like to see him happy like uh-huh. it's, i don't know it's like i really can't think of very many other actors who like have that effect on me but he's he's so good yeah he's just such like a joyful <laughs> spirit you know
1: yeah and so so they can miss and so then picard goes to Risa and is just like lounging on a, a beach chair reading a book and like constantly being bothered by people like he gets like sp- well, he's being propositioned. Because well, yeah. He so so then w- yeah. he finds out that it's like because he bought this this like little idol thing that that Riker told him he wanted, and just kind of has it sitting next to him that that indicates that he's like very virile very and like wants to wants to get is. it on. <laughs> and so yeah. yeah, and like eventually someone explains that no, to him, on. and so he is like hides me? it under a bunch of towels.
0: Very, very annoyed. He's like, he's like, this is not funny, Riker. Yeah,
1: you know, basically. Yeah, and then just kind of keeps, like, puts his book, like, puts his book back up over his face, and then, like, someone else comes up and bothers him, and and then, like, is, oh, well, so, so when he very first lands on the planet, Vash, the, who's the other, um, like, character, this this woman, like, runs up and is just like, oh, it's you, and, like, grabs him and kisses him. Um, and then kind of is, like, looking over his shoulder at this, like, Ferengi that's looking for her. And it's that kind of thing from, like, movies or TV where you, like, so that you, like, k- pretend to kiss someone so that people can't see your face. See your face, um,
0: yeah. Well, a Ferengi played by...
1: Yeah, that that was my one note for this episode, is, like, is that Rom? And then I checked, and yep. it is. It's uh, a Max check. Max yeah. Grodinczyk, yeah. who is? Th- I think this is his first appearance. Is it? Or...
0: Yeah, I-, I didn't see his name in the credits, and and then I saw him, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's yeah, next I-, I looked before we recorded it this. yeah, yeah. I feel like this this he- show is kind of notorious
1: really- for like reusing Ferengi, like yeah. Armin shimmerman has been like four or five different Ferengi in in Next Generation, I think. Um.
0: Yeah, and he's he's a few other he's a few other uh, or one more- he's-, he's 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 another Ferengi later on, I think, and yeah, um. And then uh, apparently he's also a he's, a, he's another, he's another Ferengi in a DS9 episode, and he's also a Trill Ensign in a deleted scene of Star Trek Insurrection. Huh. But, uh, yeah,
1: great. Yeah. yeah and he, he's really good in this one, too. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Because then he, he's
0: doing a different, he's doing a different voice than Rob, too. So yeah, he is. Finishing.
1: Um. So he comes up to Picard while he's trying to, like, read his book in peace but also like clearly not enjoying himself. Like he's, you know, he's, he's definitely giving off the, Picard's giving off the vibe of like, he's not like soaking in the like leisure of this place. He's just like sitting and almost like aggressively reading. Yeah. um, And just like wanting to be left alone. And so then Sovak, 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 the, the Ferengi comes up to him and is like, I know, I like, I saw, I know you're working with her and like, she needs to give me the disc and, Kind of making all these demands and threats to Picard, and Picard just has no idea what he's talking about. Picard is
0: kind of if Picard is now obviously like Sovak is being rude, but like I was like, there's a little bit of like I think anti-Frengi racism that Picard shows occasionally on yeah. TNG that comes out here where he's just like, Frank you suck. I don't trust you." Look <laughs> yeah. away.
1: Um, and then and then Vash kind of comes up to him after that and is just basically explains what's going on, which is that. There's a device or relic from the future. No,
0: no, 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 That's not. No, no. So that's not, No. So oh, she, I guess the
1: the future people come to his room first.
0: Yeah. the yeah, the The Vorgons, Uh are yeah. he he he, he just, like kind of talks to him. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I don't think that even.
1: I think she she does like come and say something to him. Yeah.
0: But she yeah, but she doesn't really, and and then she doesn't really know. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. He's kind of annoyed at her, and then that's what, then she slips the disc into his pocket then because so that way uh sova can't search her yeah and yeah then he goes back to his room and then, and then the vorgons who are scanning his room when he gets there they explain what happened yeah what, that there's what, what is going there's
1: on there's this i need to pull the memory off because i can't remember the names of any. it's people.
0: called the 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 Tox yeah that
1: there's there's this or device called the Tox thought from that's from the future that was is it's a weapon i think they say well, it's, it's,
0: a uh, it, it can, like, isn't it, like, reformat matter or something like that? I think, uh, I'm gonna look it up. It's, they say what it does. Um, oh yeah, it can halt all nuclear f- fusion within a star. So you could basically, it could, it's like,
1: oh, this is a big, like
0: it, you know, we talked, we talked about a Death Star yeah. in the last episode. This is basically like a Sun Crusher. Or, like, I guess, like, a star color base, sort of, you know. Uh-huh. But more of, like, a, more of, like, a Sun Crusher for those, uh,
1: for EU fans. Those
0: EU real heads from the 90s. Um, but.
1: Or a galaxy gun. Or... Yeah. But yeah, so that was kind of the... There's, like... Apparently there's legends of it in the present uh, that Picard knows about because he's, like, super into, like, archaeology as a hobby. Um, so he's heard of this thing Um that, like, was stolen from the future and then, like, brought back in time by the, like, thieves... Or no, the... Was it brought back in time by the thieves who stole it, or by the guy who made it in order to, like, keep ma- it from... The guy who it, it from yeah. being stolen. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. And he... He... he, So he... He hid it on rise in the 22nd century, and then... So then, like, a hundred years later, or whatever, this is when... Yeah. That's, that's when this is happening.
1: And so the Vorgons basically say, like, well, like, we're from the future... And, like, we're the people that it belongs to. And so we were, like, looking through history. And we found this note that, like, Jean-Luc Picard in the year 20, whatever, 2366, like, discovered the Thought on Risa. And so we're, like, basically just here to, like, watch you until you find it and then you give it to us. And so then he, like, after they leave, he kind of shoves his hands in his pockets and finds the disc that Vash had slipped in there. And so he goes to her and is just like, you know, kind of, the, basically gets her to tell him what's going on because he's like, "Does this have anything to do with the Toxu thought?" And she's like, "How did you know?" And basically, she was working with she or what she says is that she was she's like the assistant of an archaeologist that spent his life looking for this, and and they had kind of like, finally tracked it down, and then this archaeologist died, and that. The Sovak, the Ferengi, is trying to basically, like, steal it from them. And so they head off and they go to kind of, like, through this cave system where it's buried. And you have a nice... I, I forget, it. does something happen, well, like, as they're leaving?
0: Yeah, well, she. They, so um, Sovak holds them up. Like, like, uh, he does he, as they're leaving, he, like, too. Okay. Yeah, he points a gun. Well, he, he points... I, I'd say maybe the worst-looking... Gun in the history of Star Trek looking (laughs) gun. A little like pistol thing? It looks, yeah, it looks like a, it looks like, um, like a, like I think, like an attachment you'd put on the end of a hose to like, you know what I'm talking (laughs) about? Like,
1: a little like spray um, thing,
0: yeah. Yeah, like a spray, like a spray nozzle, basically. He points one at them and then, and then they outsmart him by throwing a backpack at him and then, and then Picard just punches him in the uh, face. uh, Yeah, punches him in the face, like, which is like, I don't really feel sorry for Sovak in this, but like I do a little bit because like Picard treats him, I think like meaner than he ought. I mean like obviously the guy did just point a gun at him, so I'm not he's not like, a good person. But like, but then like also like the other thing that I think is kind of weird about this episode, if I had to like dig it for one thing, is that like Picard knows, f- finds out pretty. pretty yeah, I think quickly this is that, when like,
1: like, Sovak tells him that Bash is actually like not just like the assistant that's trying to like finish the work and you know turn this thing over to to science, but is actually like actually his partner and like they're both or it was his partner and like they're both like thieves that are trying to steal it and make a profit off of it
0: yeah and, and, and she's arguably the worst the worst thief because she stole because he paid her to look for it and then she stole the money and then was just going to try to take the stuff for herself yeah and and so but he still is working with her like and it's just like yeah just he's cause actually like, like, just cause like he's he i think like the most so in
1: the right or like the maybe not in the right, but like has has been wronged by the person that's presented as like the hero.
0: Yeah, he's less in the wrong than Vash is, and I think yeah. it feels like Picard just kind of works with her because he likes her. Yeah, because like she's
1: an attractive human woman, and he's a Ferengi.
0: Yeah, and and I, and I think like the kind of justification for it is that like also Picard doesn't really seem like he actually has any intention of letting her have the thing either. Um, and so, like he's just like, well, this is a means to an end. Yeah. And I guess if I'm if, if it's a means to an, end, I might as well work with the person who I like more. Right. But it still is like this. Kind of seems like Sovac's kind of a little bit of a bum rap. Although, but again, like obviously Sovac does a bunch of other bad stuff too. But just kind of a, an interesting little yeah like byproduct of of Picard's antipathy towards Uh but,
1: Yeah, that is a good point. But yeah, and so they they escape from him. Picard just kind of like casually tosses the gun into some bushes.
0: Which seems like a... I, I, that's always struck me, because I, I think i remember i remember throwing out the worst moments of Marissa episode where it's like, shouldn't he, like, destroy it, or, like, turn it into the hotel or something? Yeah. like, You shouldn't just, like, what if a kid finds that <laughs> right? He just, like, throws it into, like, a bush yeah. as they're
1: leaving. Well, because <laughs> they make some comment that, like, I think when he first pulls it out, that, like, weapons are illegal on riza or, like, in this resort or whatever. Yeah, and he just kind of, like, chucks it over his shoulder into a bush. And then, yeah, so they go out and they, like, spend the night camping in a cave and, like, the, the two of them are, like, laying on the ground in this cave and talking and then end up, like, kissing for a while and the lights fade out. And then they, the next day they find, they, they get to the site where where the Toxidat is supposed to be buried. And then as they're, like, about to start digging for it, Sovac catches up with them again with a different gun, and is just like, haha, you've led me right to it, now I'm gonna make you, like, dig it up for me. And so, like, he's holding the gun on them, and they start digging.
0: This gun also really doesn't look very good. It's like a rifle, but it's still a pretty flimsy rifle. It's like, they, they for, they didn't have a very good gun budget for this Apparently episode, not, apparently. yeah.
1: It, it almost, like, yeah. Because it's one of those that, like, there's, like, two handles in, like, the front and the back that you're holding on to
0: but it's very like thin. It's yeah, ve- it's and very like the actual small. like and barrel
1: just, is just kind of like a little like board across the top. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like when you when you when you watch it like Voyager and like they're like all right, it's serious time to break out the big guns.
1: Where like, they had like those the kind big, of big like big ri- the cool rifles, plastic yeah.
0: rifles. Where it's like yeah, it's like that's those don't look amazing, but like there's they've got like a heft to them where right. it's like they're kind of like, they're almost like using like men in black guns that are like but they're gray instead of silver, uh-huh. you know uh but this is just like two kind of just it's it's like very obvious it's just like a a fake thing yeah but and so the the other thing is that while they're while they're digging and this is all happening the Vorgans are also watching they they appear and they're watching picard and
1: yeah which and I, I was a little we- it seemed a little weird to me like why they didn't do anything because like they presumably could have stopped like done something for like Sovak was like holding up picard and then like as soon as you dig that thing up i'm gonna steal it and the vorgons are just sort of like standing on like a higher cliff like watching all this happen well and like I presumably think... we'll just take it from Sovak after or like
0: well i think the reasoning is that like they've already read what's going to happen like that they're like well picard gets it so like oh, okay we seem need to so wait kind of until, until like... he has it yeah, because they say something about this later, which I'll point out when it when it gets when we get mm-hmm. to it. But like, I think that they're just like, well, we we shouldn't do anything. We just need to. We just know that he has it. So once he has it, then we can then have we'll it. have it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, they're standing and watching, and and he's holding a gun. And then like, they dig for a long time, and eventually get to a point where Picard's just like, this is like we've dug way deeper than where it was supposed to be. Clearly, like it's not here, and kind of like just gets up and walks off and Sovak's just like no it has to be here and like he kind of like runs over and starts just kind of frantically digging in a panic as both Picard and Vash leave
0: and the Vorgons are like weird and yeah they just they, I think that's
1: what they, I forget what they say but they just say like well that was unexpected and then like yeah. teleport away
0: and I, I don't think we see Sovac we never see Sovak
1: again no yeah um and basically, like, then the the next day, like, kind of ev- everyone's getting ready to leave. And Picard goes up to Vash and basically says, like, okay, now I want you to tell me where you actually hit it. Because he figures out that she had already, like, gone and found it before any of this happened. And, like, all of this was just kind of a long ploy to make Sovak believe think it didn't that, she, exist. That, like, yeah, that she didn't have it and, like, it wasn't where it was supposed to be and so, like, it must... Well, the... Yeah.
0: Yeah, because the reason well, the reason why Sovak is able to find them is because he finds the disc in her room and she's basically like, oh, well, I yeah. made a copy, but then I burned it. But then Picard's like, that's
1: stupid. You didn't... Yeah, well, you didn't. why would you do that unless you, you just, were trying to, like, actually You left actually it there so there. that way
0: there. he could be able to follow us, you know, like, so that, that's how he figures it yeah.
1: out. Yeah, so he figures out that, like... Kind of all of this was not to find the thing because she'd already found it, but was just to get Sovak off of her trail because otherwise he would just kind of keep keep trying to track her down. And so she pulls it out, and then the Vorgons show up again, and they're like, "Oh, good, now you can give it to us." And then I feel like it is this one also is kind of like what we were talking about, what we liked with the the last ep- the last episode of Enterprise that we watched. Where the ending is kind of this just, like, series of sort of, like, double crosses and and that that I feel like plays out really well. Because then...
0: There's also, like, an interesting ambiguity to it that I want to talk about, too. But go on, yeah. I agree.
1: Yeah. And so, basically, what... I think it's... Is it Vash that figures this out? That the... Like, these war guns are not actually sort of, like, the bodyguards of the scientists that made the thing... They're actually the like thieves that were trying to steal it in the first place.
0: See, but I'm I'm not sure though that that's actually I I think that like that's a read on what's happening, but I don't I don't know if that's the only. But they one. don't ever actually so, like, confirm that. Because yeah, she's basically like you. Yeah, she's like there was some notes about there was a couple criminals who were looking for it. So what what's to say that these two aren't the criminals who are trying to find it,
1: right? Yeah. And then yeah, and then I think he, base he like asks them to like. Well, prove like, can you? Do you have any way to prove that like you're actually like the good guys, and that they say something along the lines of like, well, it doesn't matter because we're like it's something from our time, not from your time, so like it should belong to us and not not stay here. And then essentially, Picard like,
0: well, they shoot Vash too.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. They with with like no effect. She just kind of like staggers back a little, little bit. Yeah, um, and then Picard like radios or like communicate uses communicator to communicate to Enterprise to like use transporter co- code fourteen and like sets the, the little device down and then it it explodes or it looks like it explodes. I thought what this was going to be was that like it looks said, like it explodes, be- but they actually like beamed it away and then like beamed it in too. like a little explosion
0: i thought it was going to be another one of those um performance things where it's like it blew up but like it didn't actually blow up but then, yeah, yeah no, but it, it did just blow up <laughs> presumably
1: it like. did because they like never like i was waiting for them to, there to be like a last minute reveal back on the ship where Riker's just like what was that like random crystal you had us like beam aboard and picard's just like oh nothing we'll give but- it to the daystrom institute or whatever but, yeah, but also, this raises, like, a whole
0: other thing, which is that, like, I think he has, this is a transporter code, I think is what he has them do. Yeah, like, he like, calls it, like, like,
1: transporter code 14.
0: So, it's, like, what did they do? And, like, that seems kind of bad, but, like, there's a thing that you can just, like, there's just a, where, you, where you can just, like, transport people into oblivion? Yeah, like, just, just, like,
1: remotely, yeah, I, or, like, do they, like, transport a tiny bomb down or yeah, yeah like, like i don't know how you they use the transporter to make this thing explode but
0: because they don't say they just say like do transporter code 14 and then that record's like 14 he's like yeah just wait for my signal and it's like yeah
1: yeah and well, then so
0: there's, let's see there there is a there is a memory alpha so according oh, to memory alpha <laughs> transporter code 14 was the transporter procedure used to destroy an object but then that's that's it that's all it says so okay but like, yeah it doesn't it's like so it's like yeah is it a bomb or is it the did they just like send it into to uh, like a code buffer and then destroy the like destroy the code buffer or, <laughs> or or a pattern buffer? I mean, or or what? But I don't know. But that seems like a that's like definitely one of those things where it's like oh we it's kind of like it's like the it's like the um, the Khan's blood from Into Darkness okay. where it's like oh we can't we can't ever talk about this again.
1: Yeah, it's too like we have it, we have a we thing have, we that can just that like, like destroy yeah. anything. From anywhere, from anywhere.
0: <laughs> or, or yeah, or like the like the thing in in Star Trek in in the in Star Trek two thousand nine, where it's like, oh yeah, we can just transport people onto moving ships from light years away. Yeah, also, just, that, that's you just transport idea. anyone
1: right. anywhere, anytime.
0: Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we won't do it anymore.
1: <laughs> right, but yeah, and so so then the and then the the Vorgons say something along the lines of like. Well that makes sense. Like our, our records did say that that you destroyed the the Toxu thought. So And then they right. kinda like go away.
0: This is this is the thing where I think there's a little bit of ambiguity there where it's like where like and it says this in the it says this in the um, the the way it's worded in memory alpha, but I was thinking of this before that already, but it says that like the Vorgons say that Picard's real destiny was to destroy the Toxic Thought and a destiny he has now fulfilled. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's this kind of this thing of like, well, they were lying to him before and saying that he was supposed to find it. But then like, it, then it's like, oh, they always knew that he was supposed to
1: destroy it. And they were so just like, there to like, make sure that it actually got destroyed.
0: Right. It's, I think there's a little bit of ambiguity as to like, whether that's what they were trying to do or whether they really, they were trying to keep it from destroying it. So like, well, once he has it, he'll destroy it. So if we take it from him first, then we can stop him. And they don't really ever say, which is kind of interesting where it's like they become a little bit more like kind of inscrutable there where it's like, oh, there's just some – there's some kind of weird future thing that I was involved in that I don't really know what was going on and I never will probably, you know? Like, I don't know. I kind of like that idea where it's like were they trying to steal it or weren't they? I don't know. But I I decided to destroy it and like that was I guess the right thing to do but I don't really know why. You know what I mean? Like – I like that idea of that, like, there's kind of, like, forces that are kind of beyond his control or understanding that he happened to kind of, like, have a chance encounter with. I don't know. I think that's kind of interesting.
1: But, yeah, and then it ends with, basically, Picard goes back to Enterprise, and they're like, how was your vacation? and Or, like, did you have a good time? And he's, like, kind of grunts, like, "Uh uh-huh, and goes into his ready room. And kind of they give the implication that, like, yes, this actually was, like, a super fun vacation for him yeah. to like go off on this like swashbuckling indiana jones adventure
0: yeah do some archaeology you know there's also a scene before that where vosh where he's talking to vosh and they kiss and he's like like oh man we kind of like each other even though we're different we're on different sides of the tracks you know yeah
1: um yeah and she's like yeah. going off to do more crimes somewhere else Is kind of yeah. what they imply
0: yep which is, this is, you know, I don't want to talk about this too much because we might talk about it on the Picard special that we will have already done when this comes out. But like, why couldn't, like, like why, why is, why is Laris the love interest in the season of Picard? Like, you know, where it's like, he's got a couple of like pretty good. Like other options. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's like, like, Crushers in the next season of this show, of of Picard, uh-huh. you know, like. Like, Crusher is, like, a long-time love interest. Like, Vash is, like, a recurring love interest on the show. Yeah. It's, like... It's it's weird that, like... Cause I the I lady really... from
1: Insurrection.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't get any kind of, like, romantic vibes out of Laris in, in the, the first, first season of yeah. uh, Picard. And it's just, like, suddenly there's... Well, like, I mean, Zinger, they did like, have oh, to
1: kill off her husband to set Laris that is up. is very...
0: Yeah. But it's just, like, you know, Laris is very important to me. And it's, like, okay, I guess. Like, That's I true. don't know. It's just a strange thing where it's, yeah. like... I don't know. I mean, like maybe, maybe, whatever her name is, Jennifer Hetrick or whatever, is not wasn't available, you know. But like, Gates uh, McFadden's available, you know. She's she's doing uh yeah. she did a voice in Prodigy. She's she's on the next season of uh, of Picard, uh, you know. Yeah, like, I don't know. It just seems like a strange. Choice. I
1: mean, they're all presu- they're both presumably older than the whatever the actress that plays Lars. If you want to talk about like. Double standards in Hollywood, (laughs) right? But also, like
0: Lars, but Lars is a Romulan, so it's like you know, how who knows how old she is, but
1: yeah. uh, But but just in terms of like, however old Jennifer Hetrick is now, like maybe they like Hollywood would not cast someone that age to be like a love interest in a TV show.
0: Jennifer Hetrick is sixty-four, which is still significantly younger than patrick stewart is like so it's like it's it's still like she's not not even necessarily like age appropriate so yeah because how old would she would she have been when she was on this show like what what did this this show
1: came out 1990 so she i mean she was 32
0: yeah she was 32 and then and how old was picard how old was patrick stewart then because patrick stewart's like what in his he's in his 80s now isn't he
1: probably yeah
0: yeah, so Patrick Stewart now. Patrick Stewart was born. So Patrick Stewart's 81 now. Okay. Yeah, so when this episode came out, he would have been 50. So thirty-eight or 32. So 32 and 50. That's still pretty significant. That's pretty, yeah. Age difference. <laughs> but uh, that being said, though, that being said, I do. One thing I kind of do low key love about TNG in particular is. How Patrick Stewart and and Jonathan Frakes, who are both like st- very striking, but like especially Patrick Stewart, like not a traditionally like the traditional like hunk, like but like right. they show a lot of skin. Like there, there is like a significant part of this episode where. Picard is basically just wearing a Speedo and a bathrobe. Yeah. Like like, like an open robe. Yep. And I'm just like, this is like pretty great, honestly. Like, and there's like a a lot of episodes of the show where you just see him or Riker just wearing like a very deep V, like nightwear, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I I like that, like, there's just like this thing of like, like there's kind of like 80s slash 90s, like, comfort with my body kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh,.
1: Oh, I guess Orla Brady is apparently sixty one. The uh, Laris. Okay. So only two yeah. years younger than Jennifer Hattrick.
0: Yeah, come on, where's Jennifer Hetrick? Yeah, okay. She should have been she bring Vash back. That would have been so cool. That would've been fun.
1: But anyway. Let's see how old Gates is.
0: I would think she's gonna be a little bit older Yeah, than she's seventy three. Okay. Yeah, get get some get some Gates. Also, I don't think I, I believe that uh um, Will Wheaton is not coming back on the next season of. Picard. Oh, really? He's he's one of the ones uh, that is not. I I don't is think he so. He's just I, I've stuck not seen doing that.
1: his little. That's like TV special, or like Paramount. Right? He does the
0: he does the after show. It's like yeah. I wonder how that feels for him. Where it's like he's like kind of like the most like pot committed to Star Trek right now of like that cast. and yeah. Like they're like no you know we, we
1: don't actually want you to like act though to be
0: on it like yeah and it's like and, and like you know. Not to be too mean, but, like, I mean, I agree with that decision. Yeah, I would rather
1: see all of those other people than...
0: I would rather him be hosting a TV show I can ignore, (laughs) you know, Uh, because he... I don't think he's very good on TNG, but also just, like, I just don't like his whole deal now. Like, the the kind of, like, smug nerd guy (laughs) persona is, like... And I, and I make a show about Star Trek. I know I'm right. not saying, it, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. though? we're just, but like, we're like appropriately
1: can... embarrassed about it. I feel
0: right, right. Well, also, like we have other interests. Seemingly, you know, um, the I don't know, just like the the nerd, like I can contribute to this, but like I can say that like ner- nerd culture as like a dominant cultural force. In in society, like is is like pretty unequivocally bad for the culture. I would say, and I think that like Will Wheaton in his like smug face, is definitely like a, a big like perpetrator of that stuff in a way that I don't appreciate. And also, I just don't think he's a very good actor in like the little I've seen him in. So. Uh, I'm happy that he's not on it, but like, I wonder how that feels though to him to be like, <laughs> "Hey, I've been in the trenches here doing the work for right. doing the good Star Trek work, you know. Make, you know, I kicked I kicked Matt Myra off of his off of his Discovery pre-show so I could do my stupid thing, you know. <laughs> and I, you, you're not even gonna, yep. you know, you're you're bringing my mom back, but not me. Um, but yeah, like, good good decision in my opinion. <laughs> Anyway, I said not to be too mean, and then I just like completely dumped on him. A little bit, anyway, yeah. That's all right. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Uh, but yeah, this is a fun episode, though. Any other any other thoughts about this one that we haven't talked about?
1: No, I don't think so. Yeah, I agree. It was just a very fun, like just a good r- r- romp type of yeah, type of totally. show, like fun adventure. Uh, very like good good guest stars. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I'm sure, and we'll we'll see we will see Vash again, not in, yeah. not in Picard, but in in some other future episodes. Yeah, of, and we'll definitely see.
1: Uh, already Max Gr- Max, Max Gordon- Gordon- Chick. Chick again too. So
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think we've had a we haven't had a Rob centric episode yet of the, have we? Or not, we, 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 we,
1: we had one where he was like a pretty he, he had a pretty heavy B plot because we had the one yeah. where, where he was getting married to. That's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah. The... Uh, dabo girl
0: yeah well, I should, or lita yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so yeah he was in uh, that one quite a bit but that's probably the most the yeah, most
0: yeah he, he hasn't been on he hasn't been on we haven't done very many it's been really a
1: while since we've done some deep space nine i feel like yeah so
0: well next week we're not doing a ds9 we're doing another enterprise episode so let's hope that it is like the last one we did which is which is pretty good you know we'll we'll, we'll let's let's maybe we're turning a corner we'll see because it is another late period one it's it's uh, season 4, Episode 8, it's called Awakening. So that's what we're going to be doing in a couple weeks. So you can come back then and check it out. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Contracts. You can email us at autocontracts at gmail.com. You can visit our website at autocontracts.podbean.com. Or you can follow us on YouTube at Autocontracts. Contracts is spelled C-O-N-T-R-E-K-S. You can also check out the other shows on the Kaleidoscope Media Podcast Network. There's Here's Johnny, which is a horror media podcast. There's Wizard Studies, which is a science pop... Or whoop. Sorry, there's Wizard Studies, which is a Harry Potter podcast, and there's That's How Science Works, which is a science pop culture podcast. So check any of those folks out, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks, everybody. Bye.